It is right here work. Right here work. Yeah. As long good. as you accept and believe with all your heart that I truly am magic, then you are good to proceed. I do. I do. I do. So, well, you know, we have literally uh, spent three minutes just getting ready for this <laughs> one moment right here. It is my honor. It's our pleasure to have episode number one. This is show with Icon Industries. Shane Mitchell. Stephen Porter. Stephen Porter, I called you the wrong name earlier. You did. What is your title? Uh, I believe you had mistakenly referred to me as, was it Chief Geek? I do apologize for that. Uh, Your apology will be considered for possible acceptance at a later date. But for now, I'll just correct you in saying I am the chief nerd of Icon Industries. (laughs) And Mr. Mitchell, what what exactly is your title? (laughs) I am the front man. I'm the face of the company and the one who pretty much all of you guys will be uh, interacting with when you come to the building. Actually, you'll interact with all of us because, you know, we're cool like that. Yes. Yes, you guys are. So. Uh, share a little about like how's the the journey been like what is it that you guys do how long uh, how long have you guys been doing this my journey is kind of crazy um i actually started off as a i started off in the military and then became a electromechanical engineer traveling all across the uh the universe the globe (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) i I had no idea shane you'll have to tell me that story one day thank you it's a fascinating one (laughs) Full of um, so many truths. <laughs> Lots of truths. <laughs> Folks, <laughs> learning something new right here. <laughs> but yeah, so I was traveling all over the, the globe, um, designing and installing uh, desalinization plants and water treatment things on uh, ships and oil rigs and stuff like that. And uh, one day a friend of mine said, you know, I think we could make a movie. And uh, we all were like, yeah, let's make a movie. So we bought a bunch of equipment that we had no clue how to use, spent a lot of money. And, um, well, we made our first movie. And I got hooked. I got like, there was just like this, I, I enjoyed doing that so much that I was like, I, I like this. So I started doing other projects. If I may interrupt real quick, for the record, this movie is Fistful of Flapjacks. It is free on YouTube and you should all go watch it. <laughs> it's It's awesome. Um, but, uh, so I got hooked on it and started doing other video projects and, um, you know, the time came in my, uh, my career, I was like, you know, I'm not happy doing this. I'm tired of, (laughs) I'm tired of traveling across the world and I want to stay home. I'm just became a single father with sole custody of both my kids. So, um, in 2014, I left my job and started my first company and um, went from a really nice high six-figure income to making $11,000 my first year. It was awesome. <laughs> and But I was happy. You know, I, I was living off savings. I was getting, you know, getting things established. I was having breakthroughs. It was awesome. Um, you know, I started understanding the ideas of like, you know, when you're in business, you got to start niching down, figuring out what is actually like generating income and what's wasting time. You know, there's a lot of lessons learned in the first, uh, the first iteration of my first company. And then eventually uh, that turned into uh, Cypher Studios. And um, 
you know, at that point I was sharing a, um, an office with my brother who was a general contractor. And so, you know, I had a studio, I had a big, nice, big green screen, I had my little podcast studio and, um, you know, we'd have clients come in like at the time, Steven would come in and there's a trailer full of lumber on my green screen. Cause my brother was a general contractor. <laughs> Got it. I'm like, why do you have rumber? It makes perfect sense. Yeah. And, uh, so, um, it's actually where Steven and I met. Mm -hmm. Um, we'll get there, <laughs> but, uh, then, um, so yeah, then eventually we found this location that we're at now and, um, built it out. It was a, a rated, dispensary illegal dispensary that had been raided by the police so we had a lot of rebuilding and dress sprucing up if you will mm -hmm. to uh, make it presentable to the public there is so much potential there <laughs> i'm gonna leave that alone <laughs> <laughs> and uh we opened up just in time for a pandemic it was awesome mm -hmm. <laughs> so steve you want to tell them how uh how you got here and how we met yeah, for sure. So, so we kind of came about this from pretty different ways where Shane's, uh, Shane's real passion for this, uh, was more on the running a business entre entrepreneurship, starting up a company. I got into it because I fell in love with cameras and editing and, and the whole production side of things. And that's why he's called the chief nerd. Indeed. Not the and chief geek. <laughs> chief nerd. Shut your filthy nerd. mouth. Nerd. Chief nerd. <laughs> <laughs> So, so my whole entry into this space was just, I'm a creative person. I am a highly technical person. I want to just whatever I can do to just play with cameras all day. That's going to make me happy in life. And I reluctantly and somewhat hesitantly decided, okay, if I have to go the entrepreneurial route and start a business to enable me to do that, I'm willing to do that because I love the technology and the creativity that goes into it. So the way that Shane and I ended up meeting was at uh, Cypher Studios at the old building. Yeah. Um, he had started a meetup group, uh, you know, meetup.com. You join nice. up with people, yeah. similar interests and all that. Uh, it's, like, for, it's like dating, but for businesses and people and hobbies. Pretty much. Yeah, like hobby groups. You have like, <laughs> Is well, that the next side hustle? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> There's an idea I need to tell you about. It's actually really good. <laughs> You will have to tune in for the outtakes for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Shane starts this meetup group um, for filmmakers, artists, creators, that whole kind of thing. Smart. Um, and I joined this meetup group because in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, okay, it's good to you know make some connections and meet some people. But really, I'm looking for someone that I can partner up with, uh, You know, take the studio to the next level, get bigger, bigger jobs, have more crew. So I'm there to meet people that I can potentially hire or do a business partnership or something like that with. Little did I know, that's why he started the group. Because <laughs> he's looking for someone too. Yep. And we just hit things off immediately. And probably within the first couple of weeks, we were like, okay, I there's definitely room to do business together to some extent. And fast forward, what, year and a half later, we're yeah. getting this building together. Yep. And then a couple of years after that, we've now officially done away with uh, Cypher Studios. And then my company at the time was UDA Media. Uh, those are both shut down and we've created the whole new uh, entity for Icon Industries as a partnership. Yep. I officially launched that in uh, November of last year. Icons aren't born, they're created. Exactly. Absolutely. I wrote that down for you guys. I just wanted to let everyone know. <laughs> this is true. Like, that was good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so 
Uh, Fistful of Flapjacks, by the way, right? (laughs) That's the movie. I just want to go back to that because you guys were talking so quick. So we're going to put the link in this so you can go and check it out because the chief nerd told you to. Absolutely. And and for the record, I had no part in that. That was long before Shane and I met. I'm I'm just a huge fan of the movie. (laughs) I just think it's hilarious that you gave him a plug before he even got to speak. (laughs) And keep in mind, that was my first foray into filmmaking and into so from a bunch of people that had no clue what we were doing and it came out amazing yeah i mean the, the simple <laughs> it's like cult of, classic amazing it, okay it truly is and honestly from a production standpoint the fact that there's even a video that's watchable at the end of the day yes given the level of, of technical experience the kind of equipment that these guys are using like it's amazing they pulled it off okay so you are genuinely watchable. impressed yes. by what they accomplished yeah, absolutely okay it's not a friend thing it's not like oh he's my boy i'm just supporting him like you well to be fair the a lot of the quality and the viewing experience of fistful of flapjacks comes from the fact that it's a horrible low-budget horror movie yeah that's amazing <laughs> but in that way it is it is truly enjoyable beginning to end to watch it i I have never, ever been as excited to watch a YouTube video <laughs> as I am at this very moment, folks, at this very moment. So what was, Stephen, what do you appreciate about Shane as a partner? Oh, uh, the biggest thing for me is that we have this extremely symbiotic relationship where everything that Shane loves to do and is passionate for and is skilled at is the stuff that I muddled through because I felt like I had to. Mm. And, and I hate I, editing. Yeah, and I think Shane will agree that there's that goes both ways. So for me, it's like, like I said before, I I was okay with the fact that I was forcing myself to do the business stuff because I really wanted to be on the technical side. And with this partnership with Shane, I'm free to focus pretty much exclusively on technical stuff. I'm I'm specking and building computers for us to edit on. I'm uh, specking all these cameras, microphones, everything. This is all my world, and I have control over it, and I love it. Um, and it frees me up to not have to worry about talking to clients and signing contracts, which I hate. And Shane, for some reason, likes it and is good at it. <laughs> Got it. Specs, specs and technical stuff. What what sets you apart from how you operate the production side versus other branding companies? I just want to kind of get into that. Like what's different about the way Icon Industries does the technical side of things versus your competitors? Yeah, there's, there's two main facets to that that I want to touch on, but they're both closely related. So I am a massive geek when it comes to not just like reading the spec sheets and watching the review videos and thinking, oh, that's a cool, pretty camera. I want to buy one. Uh, I'm the kind of guy that will research to the point of like what factory is manufacturing that image sensor and what are the actual specifications like electrical circuits on circuit boards to make sure that the equipment that we have here is going to be reliable, that we have a good supply chain. So I know that they're going to be available when we need them. Um, when we're looking at things like repairs and replacements for equipment, knowing that it's going to be a good long-term investment rather than buying, you know, all kinds of weird other things that maybe each individual thing is good, but as a cohesive system, they don't work as well together. So that serves two functions for us. One, to make sure that we have a really good level of consistency and control over the quality of the product through the whole chain. Right. Um, and also it makes sure that the, the pricing that we're able to offer is competitive because we're not spending $50,000 per camera. We're spending more like five to $10,000 a camera. And at the end of the day, the image is just as good because I'm the kind of geek that will write custom software to make it just as good. <laughs> and <clears throat> another thing for, for us on that standpoint is standards. We keep our standards at a higher level. I feel than most people like, 
you go into like we're in a podcast studio right now so a lot of people would come in here expecting to see you know a dslr camera or you know some kind of camcorder even webcams right you come in here we're actually using cinema grade cameras and high-end lenses right you know what i mean it's we're using higher grade microphones we're using you know uh consistent lighting you know, there we we have a standard for everything, so that when our clients come in here, they understand that they're getting the best quality product that they're that they can get. You know, and just as someone that has seen the growth, mm -hmm. I will share what you guys do is so impressive. When he says chief nerd, that that that's the side of it. I, I think that's difficult for most people to grasp is that yes, you can do this, and it can look amateurish. Mm -hmm. or you can find the right partners, make sure that they have standards and yeah. they have the technical knowledge. So Stephen, what I gather from you is because of your expertise, you guys are able to offer value and quality together. Yeah, correct. And that, that's the biggest thing that stands out to me. So yeah. Shane, same question. What makes Steven the iconic partner for you? Oh, 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 <laughs> I like oh, oh. That's a good one. Okay. So what was like, we we use the term nerd like because it's endearing, but like Steve is like a literal genius, right? Like his <laughs> yes. IQ level is like <laughs> up here, you know. And this guy has forgotten more than I'll ever know when okay. it comes to this stuff. Like I feel that everyone who's here has a, a level of expertise that is maintained in their in their craft, but Stephen comes in and like enhances everybody. He's like magic fairy dust you sprinkle on everybody. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Just think positive thoughts and you can fly. <laughs> Have you catch that reference? He sprinkles put magic the, fairy dust. Put it uh, in the comments. We'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> I'll continue. You know, this was already raided by the FBI. The building, <laughs> we're good now. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> I might be editing this section of the podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm thank God. I'm not just, I'm not, I can't. I can't. Very magic fairy dust. Uh, no. Apparently, but, you're not familiar with Peter Pan. Then no, no, no. I am. But it was just the way you said it, my man. That was amazing. Please. So, Stephen's Kobe Bryant here. If we understood sports, then I would say yes. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> the one thing that we don't analogy. know. <laughs> so, so Steven is basically Steve Jobs here. Correct. And it comes to innovation. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's definitely got a um, understanding and technical knowledge that it just, it, it's hard to find someone of that right. level. So like um, when, when I met Steve and when I started getting to know him and understand like how in depth his knowledge was i was just like i need him on my team i was like i i'll figure it out i need him on my team <laughs> and you know it wasn't long after i met him probably a couple of weeks we had our first job together mm -hmm. you know so i i just i i gotta share with you your chemistry just from an outsider's person point of view is is incredible um what would you have had the success without each other? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we, we were both on sort of an upward trend individually, but I think the exponential growth that we've seen has absolutely been 
because of this collaboration. I don't think either. Yeah, of us would have I, done that I was going to say else. it's definitely been an exponential growth versus just a steady climb. Mm-hmm. You know, I think yeah, we both would have been successful, but definitely we we got that hockey stick instead of just the the mountain climb. You know what I mean? Friday, January twenty seventh. Yes. Big day for you guys. Oh yeah. How'd you guys feel? Let's talk about that day. Terrified. <laughs> you, you go first. No, 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 no. The chief nerd. I didn't call you. Thank chief you. Nerd goes first. All right, go for it. Yeah. So that was um, easily the one of the biggest days of my life uh, because that was the first time there was an actual official thing recognizing the progress that's been made so far. What happened on? We haven't told. We haven't said what happened. Oh. What a terrible mistake I've made <laughs> in not telling the people. That was a ribbon cutting for Icon Industries. The grand opening. Our official grand opening. Yeah, the, the, the mayor was like a bunch of officials were there and it was crazy stuff. Um, yeah. And I remembered at the very last possible minute that I was supposed to give a speech and that's what terrified me. <laughs> um, but apparently, despite the fact that I completely blacked out and just winged it, not knowing what I was doing, people seemed to like it. So that's cool. <laughs> it, was, it was a crazy day. Like, literally, like the studio we're in right now, you know, <laughs> that the morning of, I'm at Jerome's picking up this couch. Yep. <laughs> and our ribbon cutting was at 11.30, and I'm at Jerome's leaving there at 10.30, dragging this couch behind me <laughs> to have it in place so that we could do the ribbon cutting. And people were already here showing up as we're lifting this couch into place here in the studio. And and in case the timing of this whole situation isn't crystal clear already, from my perspective, I saw this couch in the back of the trailer parked behind the building while I'm scrambling around setting up like a, a sound system and some cameras out front where the whole ceremony was going to be. Yeah. So I see the couch back there. I'm like, Shane, are you good? Do you need do you need a hand? He's like, no, I, I got help. We're good. There's some other uh, team members back there helping out. So I was like, okay, cool. Trust you guys. We'll get it done. I run up front, setting up cameras, plugging in cables for mics, and the ceremony just starts. <laughs> and through the whole thing, I have... I don't know if this couch is in here yet. It might be halfway down the hall and we just had to drop it there because things are starting out front. The first time I actually saw this couch was after all the presentations, a flood of people run into the building to check it out, the whole open house thing. I walk in once there's already 30 people in this room and I'm like, oh good, the couch is there. <laughs> it, it, was, it was a crazy day. It was, it was a powerful day. You know, the, obviously the recognition was amazing. Um, like he said, <laughs> It, it there was so much going on that like you know i blanked when it came to you know actually talking to the uh on the microphone and um i completely flubbered and forgot to uh say thank you to my entire team luckily i had my backup and I he you. remembered <laughs> you know it was, it was just like so many things going on but the, it was like it was a high you know because you're you're like all these people are here just to celebrate you and celebrate the accomplishment that you've you you know you have done with everything that we put together here and it was it was awesome it, it was truly awesome like i didn't i didn't put when i was setting it up i i didn't think it would have that kind of impact or that kind of like um that kind of response and then when it actually happened i was like whoa you know like completely taken aback from it and um mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that was the biggest, uh, single event in my life that helped me overcome a lot of the, uh, imposter syndrome. Yeah. Where in my mind, 
like okay yeah i'm 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 pretty good at this stuff i know my way around a lot of cameras like i can edit this is cool we got a business going we're, we're profitable like that's all cool but then the ribbon cutting happens and the grand opening and everyone's there and all that recognition and publicity and all that and i was like dang this is a real studio it's like an actual company yeah this is respectable steven yeah. you said imposter syndrome oh yeah did it happens at all levels absolutely <laughs> and you guys felt that oh yeah 100 percent. okay what, still what, do to some what, extent but that helped a lot what was it like what was that moment like when you're like when you overcame that imposter how did you guys feel like what did you talk about it like what was it like for me it was it was just like a sudden moment of clarity where i saw and i've seen for years all the pieces kind of coming together but it didn't really didn't really hit me like it was done and it's certainly not done like we're always going to be growing and improving yeah. but it never felt like it was at the point where i could step back and just admire what's happened so far because in my mind there's always like we're still looking at getting more cameras and upgrading some equipment and hiring more people and all that um so it's not that it was done in the sense that we're going to stop progressing but it was done enough that i could step back and say okay what we've got so far is really good and i need to just take a minute to recognize and appreciate that even if we did stop here um it's legit it's running things are going smoothly we're progressing yeah <clears throat> big thing for me was like you know like like i said in my my original journey when starting my first company is like you learn what works right and so when we uh were developing icon um it was a, a big thing of like decide that making a like conscious decision on these are the products that we're offering and yes we can do all of this but we're only going to focus on what's what we do best right at the right. moment and then add on as we perfect things and um in and getting to that point is just like that's when the for me when the imposter syndrome was like starting to fade it was like we are the experts there's no one that does this the way that we do it right you know what i mean and it's like yeah we're there <laughs> and i i think there's a lot of that that's still happening where you know there's obviously we're not the only production company around um and there's plenty of other people that do really great quality work that we collaborate with and, and we're friends with yeah um but looking specifically at things like podcasting, I think we're in a really unique spot where we have the the technical knowledge, the knowledge of the industry and how distribution works and things like that, um, that I'm not seeing from a lot of other places. Yeah, because right? one of the biggest things that we do is like, it's a hundred, you know, one of the things we offer is a hundred percent done for you, right? So it's like you literally, and you know this, you've experienced it I have. <laughs> as one of our clients, you've, will you just show up speak to a camera and then leave and then you have a finished product coming your way you know um and then but we also do we also you know take clients that want to do it themselves and we actually show them we teach them how to do the um the distribution how to get it out on there how to get on you know apple itunes how to do all that stuff that they're you know lost when they come to us and then we teach them how to do it and they take it out take it on their own you know i'll be hitting the road in about 10 minutes to drive down to another studio and help them run through their whole camera system i've been consulting with them for about a year now amazing something like that so we're we're all for spreading the knowledge and, and helping people out and helping everyone grow 
See, and, and that that's the character. I, I got, You guys do not brag about yourselves. You guys have absolutely no ego, so I'll brag about you. Um, <laughs> I, I think, yeah, ah, come on. Uh, genuinely, like sincerity, authenticity, like your, your expertise, your knowledge. It's like at, at this stage in my branding, it's a no-brainer. You know, I don't, mm -hmm. it's not a second question. I know the quality of workmanship I'm going to get at Icon Industries is going to be significantly better. What makes you guys experts when it comes to like building icons? Like how many podcasts are you guys managing right now? And should everyone have a podcast? Those are the two questions I want to ask both of you. All right. So, um, you know, Steve will attest this because he's in charge of all the production on how many <laughs> podcasts we have getting out. But what, what really makes us... You know, we have business podcasts, we have relationship podcasts, we have, um, you know, just story podcasts. The, um, you know, we're producing audio only, we're producing video podcasts. Um, one of the things that really makes us the experts is that we've been doing it so long and we started when it wasn't as popular as it is now, right? So technically, we've been producing podcasts since 2017. Nice. Right? As a rental studio. And, um, you know, we really doubled down on it and just studied the industry, studied what works, um, monitoring trends. You know, there's a lot of back end work that goes into it. But, uh, you know, Steve can tell you about how many <laughs> how many shows we're producing. The Chief Dirt? Yeah, absolutely. Chief Dirt, please. So the the production pipeline that we have right now is we're currently putting out about 50 to 60 episodes a month. Nice. Um, and that pipeline can handle scaling up to about 80 to 100 episodes uh with where we're currently at um so if you want to start up a show we got capacity for you yeah just a little bit folks it's not that much capacity <laughs> they're already doing 50 to 60 only 20 spots left but the 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 crazy thing with that is we're also ramping up to where we're scaling yeah that's that's going to be growing amazing rapidly as we as we scale in the next couple months um, but even where we're currently at on those deliverables, that's 50 to 60 episodes. That's not 50 to 60 pieces of content. Right. So right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to share too much of our secret sauce, <laughs> but of those 50, 60 episodes a month, uh, lots of those we're getting five, six, seven pieces of content per episode. Yeah. So as far as deliverables, we're well into the hundreds of deliverables per month. Yeah. Amazing. Cause scalability, that's what you're talking about. Uh, so Steven. Should everyone have a podcast? If you if your brand matters, your brand matters into the future. And I don't know whose brand will matter, but if your your brand matters, mm -hmm. should everyone have a podcast? We're at the point now where if you have a legitimate company, the expectation is that you have a website, you have some social media presence. Mm -hmm. And moving forward, I would say we're already there, but especially moving forward, it gets to the point where if you have a legitimate company, you have something of value to offer, the expectation is that you'll have a podcast because that's one of the major ways that you'll be reaching not only your current clients to keep that engagement up with current clients, but also reaching new clients and finding collaborators to help grow that company. So a lot of what we're doing right now is we're using podcasts to maintain relationships with our current clients. Uh, we're using podcasts just internally as Icon Industries to build us up as experts. Um, this episode right now, I'll be perfectly honest. Part of the reason we're doing this is because it helps add authenticity to all of our businesses. Right. We see Oli as someone who's the host of a show who can command attention, who has that authority. Uh, you guys watching this right now are seeing icon industries as experts in this field. And we know what we're doing. Um, and this is one of the few times where I will actually brag a little bit and say, <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. That's part of why we're doing this. This is right. proof of that. Um, 
So yeah, I would say everyone should have a podcast, how you choose to go about that, the content that you make, whether or not you choose to use video, which you really should, um, that's going to vary somewhat depending on the industry and depending on your goals, but you absolutely should have it. Steven, I'm blown away. You just said that. Okay. So folks, when I met Steve, Steven, uh, which was what? It's been almost three, three and a half say years. years. Yeah. Like yeah. total introvert for Steven to say, you got to be on video. Like it's a no brainer. Like I 100% agree with you. And that that's your outlook. Like that, that insight helps out a lot because you're on the back end of it. It's not like you're front facing and you're the face of the brand. So for you to say, I don't understand how anybody can not be on video. I agree with you. I just think it's free. Like what a free platform to get your message out. Yeah. yeah. The, the power of podcasts is that it does make you that subject matter expert. Right. Yep. And, um, you know, for us, it, it is a content multiplier. So, um, the, the biggest thing is the society today is a eight hour society. Right. So, me, that meaning like anything you put out in social media in in the you know in that realm has an eight hour shelf life right and the uh to in order to keep up with it and in order to stay top of mind with your audiences you have to keep putting out content and the the podcast is the most powerful tool to do that right because it, it is evergreen meaning that people can always go back to it right the content uh, generally stays pretty relevant, but then you can use it in multiple different ways, multi multiple different platforms so that it uh, can get a greater audience and a greater response. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's literally one of the most powerful tools you can do to help grow your business and grow your authority. Just to build a little bit off of what yeah. Shane just said, um, the one of the reasons that the podcasting is so powerful is because as Shane mentioned, it's a content multiplier. So that's what I was getting into with the secret sauce that I won't share too much of, but <laughs> we have ways of repurposing a podcast episode to make multiple pieces of content out of it. Those go out to all kinds of different social, uh, social platforms. Um, and by doing that, you drive incredible amounts of engagement and organic growth where normally you'd have to do a whole bunch of different types of productions. You're doing photo shoots, you're doing video shoots. You might be doing an audio only podcast. You're doing uh, still graphics. When you produce a podcast with the strategies that we use for it, you get all that content from one recording. Yeah. One, one input, multiple outputs. Yeah, and, and gentlemen, like uh, just as an entrepreneur and your entrepreneur, entrepreneur journey has been phenomenal. Thank you so much for sharing that. Like it just, you look at time, you know, and I think that's, that's what Icon Industries mm -hmm. also, besides helping you facilitate your, your icon status, building your brand, you're also creating time which we get to do what we're passionate about, which is being entrepreneurs and taking care of and serving people. You, and you facilitate that ability to be able to do that, like rebranding and repurposing the content multiplier yeah. is is a huge and what better way to do it than podcast. On, on that note, you know, one of the most powerful pieces of advice I was given by a mentor, you know, multi-million dollar successful mentor is he always said, do what you do best, hire the rest. Mm -hmm. It's going to save you more time and more energy and less headache than trying to figure it out and do it your, on your own. And in you the know. long run, uh, savings financially as well. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, hiring the experts will save you money. Yes. Versus trying to spend, you know, tens of thousands of dollars on equipment and then realize you don't know how to use it. Mm -hmm. 
and then you're taking all your time because you know time is valuable right you're taking all your time to learn how to do it and not working on your business there's a story behind what you just said right now <laughs> buying equipment <laughs> steven <laughs> i don't want to throw anyone under the bus okay um, but yeah, we're we're helping a couple people out that have found themselves in that situation where ah, they decided to to DIY, which I'm all for. I, yeah, like I was saying, I got into this industry because I just love doing it. It started out as a hobby, right. and then morphed into this. So I 100% support people that want to absolutely get on YouTube, buy some equipment, go down to Best Buy, and get yourself right. a little like Canon DSLR, whatever. Start there, absolutely. But if you're doing it as a business and your mm -hmm. goal is to get some return on your investment, then the amount of time and effort that you put into uh, buying the wrong equipment, learning it, realizing, oh, I should have got that instead. You'd flip it on Craigslist or something and buy something else, and then you have to relearn that. By the time you did that, you're spending hundreds, thousands of dollars on equipment. You could have come with us and recorded a bunch of episodes, had the podcast out there, and already see your return on that. Yeah. And, and, and Stephen, just to add to that, the, the quality of workmanship that you guys do is there's no comparison to a novice to what you guys do. I mean, you have yeah. the whole staff. So I will, you know, as a client as a client <laughs> i absolutely so gentlemen uh, live events yes. live events yes. icon industries live events so in the past i would say 12 months no it hasn't even been 12 months it was last april mm -hmm. april 2022 uh you guys tell, tell us about that yeah. so Talk about live events take a quick break because i need to check my phone because i need to be like on the road yeah my alarm's gonna go off in 30 seconds so okay yeah I, we need to be wrapping this up for me because I got to get out of here. Okay, we're good. Right. About 10 minutes. So we got 10 minutes? Yeah. This will uh, take yeah. five. Cool. You ready? Uh, so in April 2022, you know, we, we started really getting into the live event space. And, you know, we started with the Evolve Your Brand or Go Extinct event that, uh, you know, we collaborated, whoops, collaborated on and started putting together. And, you know, the, the growth of that has been exponential with the growth of Icon. And, um, we, um, we really made a major investment in that portion of our business. And, um, the, uh, the service of having live event management, hybrid live event, meaning that we're there managing the event in person, but also live streaming the event behind, uh, either going live straight to YouTube, stuff like that. Right. Or behind a paywall, right? Meaning that uh, people are buying tickets to see the event virtually, right? We set all that up for them. Nice. And, um, you know, we made a, a major investment in being able to do that at a at our standard, you know, 4K. Like we want higher standards. So like we've- Real actual 4K. Yeah, like we're actually streaming at 4K versus most other servers out there are just doing 1080, you know, so- the uh you know there was a heavy investment financially in equipment to be able to do that and we're actually creating some of our own um some of our own equipment mm -hmm. to be able to facilitate that and uh to be able to um you know we had a event that called us on on a monday and the event was friday and it was not a small event this was over a thousand people this was at the san diego space air and space, space museum, museum. You know, huge, huge space, you know, by, and we pulled it off. We had, you know, 16 or 20 foot projection screen. We had um, massive speakers. We had, we had everything 
all in place Friday morning and the event went flawless. So that is, we also had live music and they played a feature length film. Yes. And bunch of different speakers. There was a whole panel. Like it was not a, it was not a trivial event. Right. Right. And and Steven, I've seen your standards when it comes to setting up live events. (laughs) What, What was the best moment about that, that event you guys did at the space? Uh, it was a really good opportunity to put a lot of our new equipment through a test drive and just seeing that again, I'm the kind of nerd, uh, we're not shooting with it now, but one of the cameras that we film with a lot, I literally researched for a full year before I pulled the trigger on it. And it was a similar situation for a lot of the equipment we use with that, where I was heavily researching stuff, just double checking every single little detail, making sure everything's compatible and going to work how we expect, um, for months in advance. And that was, as Shane said, a very last minute gig. We basically got the call. They're like, can you do this? I was like, yeah, we can. Uh, and we pulled it off. Yeah. So threw everything together on uh, Monday, just as a test setup in here to, to validate everything. Literally flawless. Everything out of the box, plug it in, everything works. Um, which is pretty rare for a production of that scale. <laughs> so that yeah. validated a lot of the, the pre-production research testing process that we put our equipment through and our vendors through um and yeah everything felt really good just sitting back there watching this movie hearing the sound and i was like this is legit yeah this and is great it, <laughs> it, it went <laughs> off that smile. it went off so well that you know the aerospace museum wanted our contact information so mm-hmm. that we could be put on their vendor list right and the company that we performed that for uh we are now you know doing multiple events for guys Seriously, congratulations. And it doesn't surprise me at all. So what's next for you guys, for each of you in Icon Industries? We're buying a lot more cameras. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very excited. (laughs) Yes, we we actually do have it set up to do. We are purchasing more cameras. Uh, We're doing, you know, for us, you know, we we just wish to um, keep growing, bring our staff on full time. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, eventually, you know, we're, we're going to be looking for more space to to just grow the business you know we obviously we're focusing on podcasts we're focusing on building subject matter experts focusing on uh, social media management and event management and the uh staff that we need to uh grow that you know we want to just bring uh bring everyone in and make a amazing environment to work in that's our goal beautiful what's the number one reason People should work with Icon Industries. Go, Steven. We're rad. Right? We're just super cool people. I fucking love that. <laughs> that is from the fucking 80s if you've seen that movie. I'm sorry I had to go there. <laughs> Shane, Icon Industries. Yes. So, uh, what's the question again? What, what, what's the number one reason someone should work with Icon Industries um, for you? For, for me, it's we are literally the experts in our field. We will make you an icon. You just got to do the work. Yeah. We're going to tell we're going to give you all the steps. We're going to give you a roadmap, a simple roadmap, if you will. Shameless plug. <laughs> uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to give you a roadmap on how this whole system works. Um, you know, the biggest thing with working with us is we, we always plan for the future. You might come to us and say, Hey, I got a podcast idea. And we'll be like, okay, well, how do you use that podcast? What are we going to do? How are we going to grow it? How are we going to affect your business? Right. And how do we use this tool to give you an ROI? You know what I mean? Cause I don't like when people are like, Hey, can you make a video for me? No, 
<laughs> I can't make a video for you. What I can do is show you how we can make a video together and how we can use it to actually get the results that you want. Because you're not coming to me saying, I want a video. You're coming to me saying, I want to increase my lead generation. Right. Right. But you're saying, I want a video. So no, what is the actual, what is it that you want to do? How do we do it? And, you know, so that's why they should come to us. And, and then they take care of all the production for you. And yeah. I hate editing as well. Uh, <laughs> Shane, Steven, thank you so much. Icon Industries, episode number one. We're so excited about what we're going to put out there for the community, for the city. And if you're looking to start a podcast, if you're looking for a great production company, you're looking at live events, Icon Industries is it. This, these are my go-to guys. They do a phenomenal job. They have great people. And the operative words, you guys got standards. Yes. And we got the cheap nerd. Look, <laughs> when you got the cheap nerd on team, you know you're in great hands. Thanks so much, hey, you guys. Thank you. And you know, another thing, if if you know you you see what we're doing, you like what we do, right? And you want to showcase your business and want to be on this podcast, reach out. Just DM us, you know, and uh, we'll we'll get back to you and see about having you on the show. Uh, if you liked our episode, if you like what we brought to you, please follow Icon Industries on Instagram. We'll have all the handles. We'll have everything down. Give us a like, share this video, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. <laughs> Peace.